The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello again. I'm so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The text for this podcast is the book of Esther, chapter 1, verse 10 to 19. On the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, he commanded Mehuman, Biztha, Harbona, Bigtha, and Abagtha, Zethar, and Carcass, the seven chamberlains that served in the presence of Ahasuerus the king, to bring Vashti the queen before the king with the crown royal to show the people and the princes her beauty, for she was fair to look on. But the queen Vashti refused to come at the king's commandment by his chamberlains. Therefore was the king very wroth, and his anger burned in him. Then the king said to the wise men which knew the times, for so was the king's manner toward all that knew law and judgment, and the next unto him was Karshina, Shethar, Admetha, Tarshish, Merez, Marsina, and Memucan, the seven princes of Persia and Media, which saw the king's face and which sat the first in the kingdom. What shall we do unto the queen Vashti according to law, because she hath not performed the commandment of the king Ahasuerus by the chamberlains? And Memucan answered before the king and the princes, Vashti the queen hath not done wrong to the king only, but also to all the princes and to all the people that are in all the provinces of the king Ahasuerus. For this deed of the queen shall come abroad unto all women, so that they shall despise their husbands in their eyes, when it shall be reported the king Ahasuerus commanded Vashti the queen to be brought in before him, but she came not. Likewise shall the ladies of Persia and Media say this day unto all the king's princes, which have heard of the deed of the queen. Thus shall there arise too much contempt and wrath. If it please the king, let there go a royal commandment from him, and let it be written among the laws of the Persians and the Medes, that it be not altered, that Vashti come no more before king Ahasuerus. And let the king give her royal estate unto another that is better than she. Please join me as I bring this podcast before the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you today for this privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. Father, I ask for inspiration today as I speak. Lord Almighty, that the word will come like fire and thunder, that it will touch the heart of the listeners today. 
And Father, I pray that at the end of this message, O God, you will bring us all to that place where we can really see you even if we can't with our naked eyes. And I know, Lord, that you have promised to be with us throughout the ages. And we believe that, O God, and that settles it. All of this, Father, I seal in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is God is in the detail. God is in the detail. Sometimes, brothers and sisters, in this life, even for the followers of Jesus Christ, it is hard to find God in the details of our lives. And this is what we're talking about today. It is so easy to think that Details, especially the minor ones, don't matter. But it does, even in business contract documents. In contract document, they are usually referred to in the United Kingdom as the small print. These are the inconspicuous detailed conditions printed in the contract document that when ignored could prove detrimental This is why it is important to always take time to read these details. But what happens if you can't see the details? Should you be worried? My answers would be a resounding yes in both cases so long as they involve social contracts. However, when it comes to the things of the sovereign God, it is different. You may not see God in the details of your life or in the small print of your life, but He is there because He is the creator and sustainer of all things and called them all into existence. The book of Genesis chapter 1 testifies to this truth. And Isaiah chapter 44, verse number 24 affirms, it says this, The eternal, your rescuing hero, who formed you before birth, declares eternal one. I am the eternal creator of all that there is and will be. I alone stretched out the heavens and spread out the blue earth. Most of you listening to this podcast today may have read or heard about the poem Footprint in the Sand. Although the authorship of this soul-warming piece of work is in dispute, it is generally attributed to Margaret Power near Fishback of the three contestants. This beautiful poem describes the experience of a person taking a walk on a beach with God. At the start, the individual claimed as follows. One night, I dreamed a dream as I was walking along the beach with my Lord. Across the dark sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and one to my Lord. After the last scene of my life, flashed before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. 
I noticed that at many times along the path of my life, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me. So I asked the Lord about it. Lord, you said once I decided to follow you. You did work with me all the way. But I noticed that during the saddest and most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why, when I needed you the most, you would leave me. He whispered, My precious child, I love you and will never leave you, never ever during your trials and testings. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. This beautiful story is a representation of the absence of the presence of God in detail in a well-choreographed pathway of life. The lesson from the story is this. Even when the walker could see no detailed outline in the sand of his time, God was there all along. And not just that he was there, guess what? He was the very one carrying the walker. Correspondingly, Jesus Christ, before his glorious ascension, declared to his followers in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verse 20b, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. This was re-echoed also by the Apostle Paul in the book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. It says this, For God has said, I will never leave you, I will never abandon you. My dear brothers and sisters, where you are today in the scheme of things, I want you to know and to understand that your God is right there beside you. And will carry you through those sinking sound of yours. This is why our walk with God on this side of eternity is not defined by sight but by faith. And here is what the book of Hebrews uh, says about faith. That's Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. I like how the old King James uh, version of the Bible renders it. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Underline the word now as employed in this passage. It means at the present time, at this moment. It's speaking of this moment, this very moment that you and I are. And so the Cambridge Dictionary says that the word now as an adverb is to signal something new, something that is about to happen, something that is happening now, but is happening, is happening right in front of you. To see God in the detail, you must be prepared to ignore what is visible so as to be able to see into the invisible. 
This is because when you allow yourself to see into the invisible, you will be motivated to dare the impossibility, to dare what you think in your mind that is incomprehensible. That is what faith is about. It's not about what we can see. With God, all things are possible. And that's in Matthew chapter 19 verse 26. The key text for this podcast, that is Esther chapter 1 verse 10 to 19, is based on a, a very interesting episode of the story of the Jewish people. The interesting thing about the composition of the book of Esther is the fact that the word God, that is G-O-D, is conspicuously missing from the entire narrative. This very fact is not so obvious to those not very familiar with the Bible because the story is about the graciousness and the favor of God to his people in the time of great need. The truth is that the absence or the reduction of the name of God is not only unbelievable but shocking because a book that supposed to be inspired by God should definitely have the name of God in it. But that is not the case for the book of Esther. These technicalities work in our favor as it teaches us and help us to look beyond what we can see so as to see what we cannot see with our naked eyes and this is because God is in every detail of it. While God may not be openly mentioned in the book of Esther, it is clear from reading it that God is in the detail as we shall see in the developing story. Verse number 10 of our key text. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Demonstrate to us that God sets the stage because of what was in the heart of the people to plot to annihilate the Jews in the kingdom. Just as prophet Jeremiah said in Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 to 10, the heart is the most deceitful thing there is and desperately wicked. No one can really know how bad it is. Only the Lord knows. He searches all hearts and examines deepest motives so he can give to each person his right reward according to his deeds, how he has lived. Although the evil plan of Haman was in full swing, God was already many steps ahead of him. And if we look at Proverbs chapter 21 verse 1, it says this, The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of waters. He turns it to any place he will. So, you see, God is already in the detail 
of everything that is happening around the king, around the queen. He sets the stage for what was to happen next because he is entirely in charge. Dear brothers, God is in charge of your life today. It doesn't matter, brothers and sisters, what your situation is today. But one thing you must bear in mind as we travel along with this podcast in our heads, we must keep in mind that God is in charge, is in in control of everything that is around you. Even the things you don't know, God is in charge. And that is what we stand for. That's what we believe. King Ahasuerus, who is also known as King Xerxes, was having a party with top ranking officers of his kingdom. He invited his beautiful wife, Queen Vashti, to catwalk for his honored guest. The queen refused, and the king was so infuriated at such a display of disrespect and disobedience, so he decided to have her divorce banished out of the kingdom. Why was all this necessary in the first instance? The drama was necessary because God was in the detail. Whose detail? The detail of the Jewish people and has to orchestrate the drama to make room for Esther to assume the important role of a deliverer of her people and bring all the glory to God. God was in the detail. The disobedience and exit of Queen Vashti was all in the perfect plan of God. My brothers and sisters, God knows how to create a space for you in that king's palace. This could be in whatever space that you are in right now. So, so long as you are in the will of God, that space can be created for you. Uh, the book of Psalms chapter 75 verse 7 tells us this. For promotion and power come from nowhere on earth, but only from God. He promotes one and deposes another. To make a way for an ordinary and an undeserving Hebrew girl to become a queen, we are told that the king arranged a beauty pageant for all the girls in his kingdom so that he could choose a new queen, bearing in mind that Esther's nationality will be a hindrance she was warned by her uncle Mordecai not to reveal it. Now you see, wisdom is very key. Wisdom is important to whatever we do. Wisdom is different from knowledge. Wisdom comes from God. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 11 to 12 says this. It is good to have wisdom along with an inheritance. They give a clear advantage to those who see the sun. For together, wisdom and money are alike in this. Both offer protection from life's misfortune. But the real advantage of knowledge is this. Wisdom alone preserves the lives of those who have it. I'm so glad that we can read of Sister Esther today that she had wisdom from her uncle and she used it and it promoted her to high places. 
Although we can't see clearly from everything happening that God was in the detail, even when not mentioned, wisdom plays a great role in bringing Esther to the palace, sustained her throughout and in approaching the king to make her request. Haggai, the king's officer in charge, found Esther too beautiful to ignore. My brothers and sisters, you are too beautiful to be ignored by your word, by the people around you, by the things happening around you, because you're fearfully and wonderfully made. So, since Haggai cannot ignore the chosen one, the one that God anointed for this position, he took her under his wing. And that's in Esther chapter 2 verse 15. Esther followed instructions and won the beauty pageant and was crowned the queen. Brothers and sisters, can you not see that God is in the details? Can you not see the detail? that God is in it, even though God is not mentioned in this book. He is in the detail for a reason, a reason that would later unfold in chapter four and chapter five of the book of Esther. In chapter four, verse 14, for instance, we read of the very reason why God was in the detail for Esther, for Mordecai, and for the Jewish people. Mordecai learned uh, about the plot to, to, to kill, to destroy all of the Jewish people living in the kingdom. He sent a secret letter to Queen Esther with the following words. If you keep quiet at a time like this, God would deliver the Jews from some other source. But you and your relatives will die. What's more, who can say but that God has brought you into the palace for just such a time as this? What a beautiful scripture. What a beautiful message that we all can know. So long as you are a child of God living here on this side of eternity, you need to know that you are not an abstract. God has created you for a reason and put you in that place for a reason. And as you gradually follow the Lord with wisdom, you will find, you will discover the reason for such a time as you were created. It is not a mistake that you are in 2020. It's not a mistake at all that you're doing that job you're doing. It's not a mistake that you are who you are. You are in the plan of God. You have been in the plan of God from the beginning of the beginning. My dear friends in Jesus Christ, I want you to know today that no matter what is going on in your life right now, even when it feels like the very presence of God is lost on you, Please understand that God is in the detail, that God is in your detail, that God has created you and he knows everything about you. He is in the detail of your life regardless. Hear what the psalmist have to say in Psalms chapter 8 verse 45. He says this, I can't help but wonder why you care about mortals. Sons and daughters of men, 
speck of dust and floating about the cosmos. But you placed the Son of Man just beneath God and honored him like royalty, crowning him with glory and honor. Wow, this is wonderful. Awesome scripture. Who are we that God should be mindful of us? We're nothing. But yet, because God created us, took his time to create us, we are something to him. Brothers and sisters, you out there that is listening to this podcast, I want you to know that you are something before God. My dear friends, we cannot rule out the fact that sometimes in life, we are forced to ask the question, where is God in all of this? Where is God when the enemy broke down my wall? The wall of my family, the wall of my livelihood, the wall of my entire world. Where is God? And we could go on and on and ask the question, where was God? Where was God when all these things are happening? Where is God in this COVID time? But you see, look very careful and you find that God is in the detail. While you may not be able to figure it out all right now, I want to announce to you, my brothers and sisters today, that God was and is still in the detail of your life. Remember the story of the footprints in the sand we talked about at the beginning of this podcast and the hypothetical uh, response in the poem? He says this, he whispered, my precious child, I love you and I will never leave you, never ever during your trials and testings. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. God is carrying somebody today. God is carrying you, even in this time of trials, temptation, and whatever that you're going through. Know that God is carrying you. And that means that He is in the detail of your life. God bless you. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I thank you once more for this word has come to your people. I pray God that this word will strengthen us as we travel on this path of life. Even when we cannot see you in detail in our lives. Help us to know God that you are involved in our lives. And Father, for those who have not met you yet and by chance have come across this podcast somewhere in the world, I pray for them now, God, that they will come to know that you are a good God and that you care for them wherever they may be found, wherever they may be today and forever. Because we know one thing, Lord, that you are with us as you promised always. And for this, Father, 
I seal these prayers in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, the one who is coming back again to take us home. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.